0: Yes. Ah, the welcome, sound. welcome, welcome to Drive. 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 Welcome to the <laughs> podcast, Benjamin. Thanks, guys. Is this your first? Is Having this your him? first podcast? Or
1: yeah, yeah. Like we had to do one for uni but this is like the first, like, first actual real
0: talking about myself. That,
1: yeah, yeah, it's sick. my first
0: real one. We are a real podcast, by the way, just in case you were wondering. Yeah, real We podcast. are a real podcast.
2: For any ladies and or gentlemen that are watching, Ben's currently been married, so don't, um, don't hit on him in the comments. Yeah. he does look Actually, like we're all married, so something. don't hit on any of yeah. us.
0: Yeah, he does look like a little bit of a, a thumb at the moment with his
2: haircut and no beard. I was told. I, I told him the other day I really like it. It just needs you to be sharp sharp line, not a fade. Yeah. You need full army style. I
0: think his yeah. biggest problem is the little widow's peaks yeah. that are creeping up the front.
2: You gotta do what you gotta yeah, do. My... by the way. Yeah,
1: well like I well, I mean like you can get away with that. Like there's plenty of ways to get away with that, but Greg's i not gonna get the
2: sharp line. The the yeah. mustache just yeah, maybe. disguises everything else. The mow um, is
0: good. It is a good mo. Hmm. Our yeah, last right.
2: conversation, Liam online, when you something. said, "Oh yeah, your, your greys are creeping in." Yeah. Um, I shit you not. Since you've said that, I've had um, some Instagram ads pop up for like anti-gray soap. Oh no! <laughs> but like, I literally haven't said anything about it. It it's was for phones. It's yeah, maybe because we're connected to the oh, internet via. Yeah. Fucking Jesus Christ! Yeah, and anyway. how it goes. <clears throat> how are you guys um, going today what happened tell me a quick little two-minute story
0: i worked and then i worked some more and then i sat in traffic for an hour on the way home that was my entire day Depends
2: what do you do me. when you sit in traffic what are you listening to
0: uh i actually was just listening to your podcast with samuel saxby
2: Oh yeah. Did you, uh, did you hear my little mention of you at the yeah. beginning? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I'm like a really good coach puts themselves in someone else. Yeah. I and like, that like, is I, the incorrect terminology. <laughs> um, you're going to have I, to I ended with. Me. You're a good dude. I One ended sec, with you I'll good be dude. back. Continue. What'd you get up to Ben?
1: Um, not much. Went for a run this morning, took the dog for a run. And then I had a pretty huge, um, uni presentation to do so um, which we can get into because you're going to ask me about who I am and stuff but uh, basically as part of teaching you have yeah who am I no uh, as part of like being a teacher and to become a teacher within Australia you have to complete one of two major pieces of assessment at the end of your degree yeah. um, and that piece of assessment also comes attached with a roughly 15 minute Interview slash presentation. Um, and like a, online though. No, I had to go in, in, I had to go into university like in person, mm-hmm. um, and basically be like fully professionally dressed and, um, have a full conversation with three PhDs about, you know, who I am as a teacher and, um, a bunch of stuff to do with my last placement. So, Pretty big. Basically, just um,
2: do you or have you ever touched kids?
1: But no, they've already asked me that. They ask you that like <laughs> oh, every good, year. Good. They ask you that day one of uni, right? Yeah. You got to yeah. get your blue card. Bro, Before before uni, like it's like a have you ever been uh, charged with any offenses and stuff? Like the first, the first que- like, cause when you're applying to be a teacher, they have like a full questionnaire for it. So yeah. Um, it's like, have you ever been charged with like a federal offense or whatever? Oh, Emmy. and have you? Hey, Emmy.
2: Yeah. We were supposed to do no. this podcast at um, two o'clock and now I need to look after that's, my child at four yeah, o'clock. That's fine. Um, apologies. <clears throat> Yeah, so do you More think do you think it went well then stuck ben? in a roof do you think it went uh, well
1: man it's so hard to say it's so hard to say because they're not allowed to provide any written feedback any verbal yeah. feedback that well like it's so weird it's like that whole i always like to call it the backup politicians if you ever watch the news and like you'll see like politicians make statements and they've yeah. all mm. got people in the background going hmm
0: Mm, yes. Mm, uh-huh. Yeah. Like
1: getting right into it and lapping it
2: up. And that's yeah. what it's
1: like. It's like they're fucking lapping it up. I shouldn't swear, but yeah. like they're lapping it up. Yes, they're and saying you're all like, the talking oh, points cool. that
2: we talked about, all the talking points. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. but you have no idea whether that means that you're doing well or if yeah. you're like, bricking it. So yeah. Um, so, yeah. I believe. So I believe in you. Yeah, it goes.
2: Yeah, good luck. Thanks, mate. Well, I worked at um, Duck's Brew at Tuong from 6am till... 10 o'clock, and um, that was my morning. That's what, And
0: then babysitting for the
2: rest of the day? Yep. It's not babysitting when it's your own child. Oh, you, everyone's babysitting. Yeah. Child, I said that minding. once to someone else. I'm like, oh, I've got to babysit. And they're like, it's your kid. I'm yeah, like, you're not babysitting. You're right. Maybe I shouldn't say that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, So, uh, it was that. We just talked about Greg, uh, Benjamin's job. But uh, what are your, like your your current goals not just in, not just in crossfit but also crossfit in in general life what's on the horizon for you
1: Well like I said I'm just about to finish a teaching degree so um going to be teaching out at St Peter's Lutheran College in the Springfield campus as of
0: next year which is um... That's a cool job to get hey straight out of straight out of uni
1: Well Yeah. I mean, like it's kind of a weird situation at the moment, but I think definitely the way I've done it and the way I've gone about it this year has definitely helped me. Mm. Um, But then, yeah, that's basically my only, (laughs) sounds bad, but that's my only like real outside of CrossFit goal at the moment. It's just trying to get through that. Um, Obviously everyone always has other financial goals and life goals and stuff, but they're not really super important. They're just like making sure that you, don't starve at the end of the day.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. What uh, are you yeah. planning on teaching?
1: I'll be a biology and oh, a health and physical education teacher and a biology teacher is like my second science teacher as a secondary. Yeah, because yeah, you,
0: so you can't I, you can't be a PE teacher without teaching a, a science or something else as well, right? Well, you can, but like, there's a like,
1: it's good to have a backup area. Because, like, it used to be that, like, no one taught all PE or no one taught all science. Mm. And I think also it's now gotten to a stage where there's just not enough teachers in any area.
2: So, like, so everyone's got are multitask to teach
1: two areas. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So, you're going yeah. to be a biology teacher?
1: Uh, yeah, biology and, well, like, I can teach physics up to year 11, chemistry up to year 11. Um, I try to so you would be the only one qualified no one to rocks. answer
2: this question, Ben. You're the only one qualified to answer hmm. this question. How many genders are there? Oh, I'm not getting into that. That's a, <laughs> that's a
1: sticky situation Bro. at this stage
3: <laughs>
0: of my life. No, like, okay, like, it's... We don't have to answer this question. <laughs> is not like, um... <laughs> Yeah, this is no. Oh,
2: okay. So, Greg's not, got a that's, a, that's a,
0: a Greg's like our show is uncancelable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, he can be uncancelable.
2: He's got his you own business. Yeah. For, yeah. You, can't <laughs> you, you, you can't get canceled <laughs> for saying how you feel. You definitely oh, can. People get yeah, canceled for saying how they feel, feel all the time. Can't. Well, I think <laughs> I think I think society's turning around a little bit and people are waking up.
0: I think definitely, uh, cancel culture has taken what? a little bit of a twist. Yeah, I think Anyway, a sorry
2: bit. for making that awkward for you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so um, next that year. It's hey? not awkward. I've had, I'm Yeah, sure next year. So what? Yeah, next year. What, so that'll be it. Um, do you reckon you'll be better at doing what? CrossFit having working full time, or better at CrossFit being a student? Like time-wise, do you reckon you'll have more time or less time, or you have more I mean, consistency? I've kind of, I've kind of been working full-time
1: this whole time. I was well, you've been working about and studying. Day, like, yeah, I've been working and studying. Basically, um, I'm a mature age student, which means I'm above the age of twenty-one. It appears, um, but I'm thirty. So for me, I've had to pay rent and pay bills and. <laughs> Get married and do all this other stuff that's associated with being an adult, while also trying to essentially retrain in something that's not um,
0: just pouring drinks. And
3: yeah,
1: which is what you were doing before, right? You
0: were a bartender before, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was a bartender and I'm um, actually fully qualified, fully qualified sommelier, so I can um, tell you all about wine. Um, which is probably <laughs> like why science is such like a good link in because like you've got to understand the chemical and the biological processes that go into making
3: wine. Yeah. Do you yeah.
2: like
3: wine?
0: He obviously likes yeah. wine, Greg.
3: <laughs> Do you like
0: wine, Liam? No, I hate wine. Can't no. stand wine. That's Not a lie. lie. That's, That's a lie. Wine. I, I no, know you oh, like. Yeah, yeah, no. uh, okay. To be fair, I have I have had port and that was tasty. But yeah, wine fucking... wine. Real wine. Um and I do remember you
1: I do remember visibly seeing you. Drink at your wine. wedding I did have a red a glass of red.
0: Because it was compulsory.
1: Yeah, because everyone else was on the reds, which by the way was yeah. fucking out of out of whack because the red was the one we ordered the least of and was the only one that we sold. It was, was the only oh, one course. that
2: everyone drank. That and the ginger beers. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just chase the red with a rum and coke that and the ginger <laughs> beers. <That> was... <laughs> yeah. So you guys have both been you're both yeah. married now. It's been like four or five years for you, Liam. Four. Yep. Four. Well, maybe years. Maybe not now. that many. Yeah. Maybe four. two or three. Four. Um. And one year for you, Ben. Yep. Or coming yeah. up to one year, maybe well, April. Well, so. Yeah. Just wanted to so let you guys six know months that the other week. it's our ten-year anniversary in a month's time. So we've been married for ten years. So if you have any marriage advice that you need or any questions, <laughs> do not come to me with any answers because <laughs> I cannot give you a goddamn thing. Um,
0: ten years of confusion and does that am mean I you started it? the gym basically like six yep. months after you and Anne got married?
2: We got married in november and then i opened the gym in april
0: yeah shit far out yep. what a time in your life right. hey that would have been yeah. hectic
2: <laughs> oh no it was good it was i mean it was easy like you know what needs to change i mean baby's different dog's yeah. different but mm. you know married it's almost like it's easier now so just mm. same bank account let's do this yeah it yeah, just cool.
0: comes out of one area <laughs> yeah that's awesome that's good um so your you just got married, as we just said. How did you meet Sarah, your lovely wife? So, um, I don't this
1: think is Greg actually funny because I don't. No, this is like this is a good story actually. Because so I was working, I was managing a bar or a pub up in Paddington called Hope and Anchor. So some some people from Ducks will know where that is. It's up on Given Terrace, um, and I was um, running the bar. Pretty, pretty keen to get out of there at that point. Anyway, the, the ownership had just changed, and um, on a Tuesday night, and the only reason I remember it was a Tuesday night is because on Tuesday nights we did like this gigantic schnitzel for like twenty bucks. Um, and Sarah had come in, and she would just finished her last ever, ever masters exam. And yes, she—that means she's more educated than I am. So she's a, she was a she regular at me.
0: this stage too, right?
1: No, 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 no. no. So she'd come in like once or twice, like once or twice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she came through, um, sat out the back. It was on like June to July maybe. Anyway, we had a fireplace out the side and she sat out there. And um, anyway, I was, we like she'd come up to the bar a couple of times and I hadn't really noticed her up until that point. But then when, because we had a busy night and then towards the end of the night, her ex boyfriend had shown up, um, and basically they'd had, getting good now. Yeah. <laughs> they'd had a conversation. Yeah, uh, they'd had a conversation, and he basically ran out crying. <laughs> and <laughs> I was out like clearing a table at the time. <laughs> and I went inside to like my coworker and was like, "Bro, I think I just saw like a massive breakup chat." <laughs> And he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, that guy was running out crying. I was like, oh, fucking poor dude. And Ben goes into swoop. Uh, and then, oh, no, I didn't actually. Like I went and I was like, fuck it, whatever. Um, I've got to keep closing because it was about 9.30 at this stage on a Tuesday. Um, and I'd gone downstairs to grab something and then come back upstairs. And I'd asked this guy at the time who was um pretty new i was like just make sure you stay inside and clean the bar and he wasn't there i was like what the fuck is this guy and he, he comes back in and goes mate you'll thank me later came back in sarah came sat at the bar had a chat um i think the first thing that impressed her was the fact that i could pronounce her last name um, which is which is Beitel, Beitel b-e-i-t-e-l so it's german she's born in germany um came over here when she was seven or eight. Mm -hmm. can't remember. Um, And, yeah, so that was kind of the whole thing. Got chatting. She came back maybe a couple of nights later, kept talking. Turned out she was in hospitality at the time. So there was kind of that degree of connection there and she was finishing off her master's and just talked for ages. And then we were mates for probably about a month, month and a half. And then I was pretty much about to leave. And then um I was leaving the leaving the bar and um I long story short, basically, um we went on a date and rest is history pretty much.
2: And the next day you Moved got married? in
1: together after six months and then yeah. Well no, we've been together since twenty eighteen.
0: Twenty eighteen? Twenty seventeen? something like that. Yeah, you're the date guy in the relationship, so, right? Yeah. You're supposed to know these things.
1: Yeah, well, I can, I can. Right, so our actual, like, our first date was on the jet, June first.
2: Where did know you go? That first date
1: those was days. June first. I can't see you ben. Uh We went to. I can't see. Well, I can barely see you, Greg. Live video um, will we return went to, when the
2: internet improves. No, oh, <laughs> I can see. You.
1: Um, no, no, I can see. You. We went to Little Val. We went to Little Valley, which is now a. No longer a restaurant there. It was the place I was going to be going to work. Um, and I wanted to try it out before I started working there because I kind of got poached to go there at the time um, as the head waiter. And I was kind of keen to sort of go there and see how it was. And then um, we went there and Sarah knew like the the guy who was managing it at the time was also a mutual friend of ours and there was another mutual friend working there. So we were just going to go hang out. Um, and
0: realistically, it was just us going for dinner, um, and then yeah. So, very nice. It is a nice story that, like, keeping it semi you guys kind of like ran into each other. It's you don't see that uh, very often anymore. You kind of ask people, "Oh, yeah, how'd you meet?" Like, "Oh, we met on Bumble." <laughs> like, you didn't like, "Oh, you, we met at a pub." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like was- that never happens anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, you, you, you've known. No. Danielle, yeah, like your whole life. Yeah, so I've known Danielle forever. That's a pretty cool story. Yeah, I went to cool. school with Anne, and mm-hmm. we bumped into each other again at at the bar, and then we kind of hit it off that way. But yeah, I've never. Well, I'm I'm too old. Like I I was never around with the whole online dating thing when I was hooking up. So yeah, I'm but, glad I missed that little piece. Yeah, hundred percent. But these days is definitely
0: like oh, right. anytime I'm at out it's meeting another couple, they're just like, oh, yeah, we met on Tinder or whatever. Yeah. Like, and not out. even young people. Like, old people are doing yeah. that as well now. Yeah, 100%. That's just the way it's done. It's face-to-face mm. interactions are scary. <laughs> um, well, it also cuts during out all of, of like that sort of small talk. During all of this, were you uh, doing CrossFit at the time or were you doing some sort yep. of other training?
1: Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, no, so I started CrossFit in... 2015 um very conveniently actually at gym cartel and then sarah at the time was training at molly fit which is also mm. now now no longer there um or was that CrossFit milton at the of, time yeah it was a crossfit milton but it was like molly fit was like kind of the overarching banner because it was crossfit milton and milton weightlifting club mm-hmm. but molly fit was the i guess like the facility the that
0: they call name. it yeah, yeah. Where
2: does the word Molly the come from? The combined
0: name, uh, Milton Ollie. Milton Ollie CrossFit. It's a combination of Milton Olympic lifting and CrossFit Molly Fit. I get yeah. it now. Yeah, I never got it either. I was like, oh, <laughs> so is your mum's name Molly? And she's like, no, <laughs> Molly's not my mum's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, by the way, yeah, so, the
1: person that Liam's referring to is Katie, Katie redhead. Yeah,
0: Katie, Katie redhead. Her pa- her parents own.
2: Ah, uh, yes, yes. I met I met her.
0: Yeah. Well not yeah, Katie, she's a nice no, lady redhead anymore. Katie Eichmann, right? Katie, or you Ikeman. keep redhead. Yep. Um no, and she, she so you Ikeman's. started in 2014-15, you started CrossFit. What uh, what yep. brought you to the scene? Like what made you think, you know what, I want to try this thing? So,
1: uh, two ways. First way, I at the time, had was playing rugby and I'd sort of like had like about 3 years of basically season-ending injuries. Mm. So first year was my, I'd already had my right shoulder redone. First year was my left shoulder. Second year was my hand. Third year was my foot. When I broke my foot, I was pretty much like, oh, no, nope, this is fucking it for me for rugby. Yeah, um, fair enough. And That's then I basically decision, I think, was like, adult. yeah. Yeah, and then I went to uh, a mate of mine, um, owned a SUP supplements store because you know 2014-15 we we're all going to the sub stores because nothing was mm-hmm. done online yet um and he was like he was training at um gym cartel and he was like hey man like they don't just do crossfit but come on come along see what you think um i had a little look and i was like you know what yeah f- fair and then i went on a bit of a holiday and did like the deep dive of YouTube on and Of course, this is how we all games. started CrossFit back it's, in the day. Yeah, <laughs> so,
3: except,
1: except for Greg because Greg's been around since before it was on YouTube. That's um, it. What's YouTube? And what's then, YouTube? <laughs> yeah, what's YouTube? Um, and then I saw like the games and I think it was actually, I'm going to say it was that workout in 2014 where it was like, Rope climbs, GHDs,
0: and overhead lunges in the games where it yeah, was where, like, you know. where the Rich rope just climbed, the GHD. overhead lunged away from everyone.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I was like, man, eh, that's pretty as well, fucking I yeah.
0: easy. I reckon I can do that. I
1: could, <laughs> yeah, I could not fucking do that. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so I uh, <laughs> I went on holiday, came back, and was like, oh, I should really fucking sign up for a gym. and. Went down to Cartel and um, Simon was still running it back then, and um, I picked up on it pretty quickly. I because obviously I was pretty, I'd been in and around gyms pretty much since because of rugby and because um, my parents were pretty pretty big on me making sure I didn't get injured. So um, mm. despite me breaking bones, like I'd never had a bunch of muscular injuries because you aside from trained my two shoulders. Well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, they put me into gyms and um, I was able to pretty much walk into CrossFit power cleaning 100 kilos. Mm. So, at the time, if you think about that, that's a big deal. Um, mm. But yeah, when I started CrossFit, I went
0: from 98 kilos to 77. Yeah. You lost a lot of weight, um, right? Cause you, did, were you struggling with some weight issues before you started?
1: No, but like, okay. So, Backtrack even further. I lived overseas Mm. straight out of school, and um, for those of you who haven't been to the UK, um, the UK is really easy to drink, really easy to eat (laughs) a bunch of fried food, and really and like the culture is like pretty um, much go out every day after work, drink Drink, about three or four pints, eat fried fish. Like there's no fried fish, fried pizza, fried. They fry everything, yeah. Um, and I, while I was over there, I got up to 110. Because also exercise was not like a big deal. I came back, got back into rugby, lost, got down to sort of 98, and then because I was playing sort of front row at that time, and then went joined CrossFit and lost a bunch more weight. Um, and yeah, well, you said what was your it. bottom weight and that you then, hit
0: was 70 something.
1: 70. Well, I actually got down to 74 at a couple
0: of, a couple yeah, of that's months. That's crazy. There. Um, do you that's remember your what legs your are so strong? Yeah. Do you remember what your first ever <laughs> CrossFit workout was? The seven, <laughs> the seven, oh, what? Seven. seven. And you, obviously
2: your first CrossFit no, workout. I, no, 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 no.
1: No, no. no, like my first actual CrossFit workout. So like I'd done a couple of workouts here and there. Um, like, But like my actual first CrossFit workout in a class, stuff like that, I think was the seven.
0: Mm. Was that's the first one I remember. For people who don't know what the seven is, is the seven is seven rounds for time of seven handstand push-ups, seven thrusters, seven knees to elbows, seven deadlifts, seven burpees, seven kettlebell swings, and seven pull-ups. That thing, if that was the first workout I did at a CrossFit facility, I would have died and never come back. So I was so like no, so
1: I think I think I did. Um, I didn't do full weight on the thrusters. I or the deadlift, and then I didn't do full kettlebell swings. I do did. I only did Russian kettlebell swings, mm. and I did ring rows. That's
0: the time, awesome. I still because the thing is, did you come into that session being like, I am going to crush CrossFit. CrossFit is going to be my bitch. I'm going to be rich phoning in at least in maxwell Well, I'd already done a couple time. of
1: sessions before, but well, well, like.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So um, I remember the first time I, I I went into a CrossFit gym. It was a similar thing. I walked rocked up. I was like, I'm going to murder this shit. And this lady was like, Okay, you're doing your big I went into the beginner's class, like they had like an intro class. And yep. uh I walked in and she was like, Okay, you're gonna do five rounds of ten sit ups, five strict pull ups, and fifteen air squats. And yep. I threw up. And I was like, Is oh, this a, um no four oh five one. Yeah, four oh five one. Yeah. Yeah. Four oh five one. I did this workout and I remember at the old, it clear at the as old day. place. At the old Coach coach Kate, old yeah, sand pits. um Yeah, in Kate the sand Center. pits. Yeah. Uh with the uh with the volleyball nets and everything and really Yeah, just an unreal experience. And uh, I, I thought probably you would have had a similar experience just being absolutely humbled <laughs> by what CrossFit is. Um
2: and just immediately being addicted for life you know i was going through some photos yeah. and um it's really funny to to see them older photos where like no one's got nanos on and no one's got the same kind of shorts on and people are wearing like stringlets yeah and like the bars have been like fabricated bars that you've just got Joe Blow to come and do. They're not like rogue bars and the, the medicine balls are just taped up and the, the plates are all different colours and Yeah. I don't I don't like miss them days, but I really do like love thinking about them days. The grunginess of it all. Yeah. And it was just like you just go in and it's like you just stood around, you learn how to do the dumbbell snatch, and then you do the dumbbell snatch workout. And then you stretch and it's just like, you're flogged afterwards. hundred percent. Um, now yeah. like, I guess we can all agree that, you know, we've, you know, when you like cycle to work for the first time when you're younger and you, well, I remember when I, <laughs> I lost my license when I was in, I don't know, like 18 or 19 and I had to cycle to work and I couldn't even cycle the whole way. I had to get off and walk up the hill. Mm-hmm. and. Then, keep cycling and then the next day you almost make it to the top and the day after that you make it through up the hill and you don't have to get off the bike and then within three months you're like sprinting there and it's not even an effort anymore Mm. and um it's kind of like with crossfit it's easy to kind of like just back away a little bit and be like i'm just gonna do heaps of work now and not put in that intensity but um them simple workouts back in the day they will still destroy anyone absolutely anyone um, there's and- a reason
0: why Fran is so oh, well yeah. renowned, right? <laughs> um, Yeah, Fran well, yeah, is. I
2: mean, something
1: like, that it's not just Fran.
0: So. What was that, Ben?
1: Yeah. Well, I think, like, I think, yeah, absolutely. Like, Fran's a good one. Like, I still look at, like, Lynn is a really good one. Lynn scares the fuck out of me. Well, five rounds max, pull ups max, bodyweight bench max bench max. Yeah, that shit is horrendous because mm-hmm. there is, and if you do it, and if you do it as it's written, where there's no rest.
2: Mm-hmm. No, but there like, should be rest.
1: I'll, yeah, there but. should be rest. But like, if you, but like, if you just did it as it's written without there, like the act, like you should be aiming for three minutes rest between rounds and technicality.
2: Yeah, I have done that. it. <laughs> did, I've done Lynn when I was a coach at CrossFit Rocks with the owner at the time and it took us probably 90 minutes. We rested like yeah, just rest seven heat. seven yeah. to 10 minutes uh-huh. and it's just like we just, you know. we That's
0: such a good way to give yourself a ride for the rest of your life basically. Yeah. That's exactly was, what I was thinking.
2: I was thinking, man, yeah. that that no, it should be deal, it. Should be three oof. minutes. Three minutes is a perfect amount of time.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So now we've looked back five years at what you What's did. What's the other thing? one? It's like the max
1: pull ups and twenty and four hundred meter run. Um, anyway, what? Got there's you... one called
2: Nicole where it's a twenty minute AMRAP where you do uh, a four hundred meter run max. Max pull-ups. Yeah, max pull-ups and then a 400 meter run. Oh, I don't even know that yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. The that's the one normal. I got rabdo on. And then I had to that's do horrible. the ducks, uh the the yeah. the what do you call it? The tough mutter. Oh like no. Two or three days afterwards, Oof. and I'm literally running with my arms in Oof. a crab stance. And like I knew it was rabdo or a mild form of rabdo, but I'm not gonna like go to a doctor or anything. But just keeping an eye on my my urine colour and yeah. um, we're all, no, we're that's all crazy, fine. We're all good to go. Yeah, yeah I'll tell um, you a story
1: about rabdo later.
2: <laughs> just to um just to really see this?
0: get some people out of it i see something but, coming yes i can see this
2: first time yep. i did lynn oh, yep. was in 2011 yeah um 10 pull-ups 10 pull-ups 13 pull-ups 13 13 dude that'd kilos. be so different
0: now yep that's crazy
2: that would have been and probably then, strict pull-ups right greg yeah that was at fitness first yeah i did it again that year, oh, like bench press back then. I love bench press. But look at this one. 51 pull-ups, 35 pull-ups, 36, 32, 34. That would and have probably been the one right where you rested <clears> throat> 10 throat> yeah. minutes between each set so. in 2013. This might have been the one that I did with you, remember? Like yeah. you were coaching at nighttime. I so do I remember. 50, 36, 30, 29. But piss poor bench press, come on.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, but that was probably when you were at your a half kilos to 91. Yeah, look
2: yeah. at that body <laughs> weight, 77.5 <laughs> kilos. Yeah. That's a 15% So that was when you weight. were
0: at your heaviest, right? That's when you were training for that to try and snatch a 100 was uh, probably around then. Oh,
2: yeah, that would be definitely correct. And yeah. So bench press was not was easily the heaviest you've ever been. Easily.
0: Yeah, which is but uh, pretty impressive that you could still do that that kind of volume in pull-ups um with all that extra body weight.
2: Ben, um, how'd you go with that workout on Monday?
0: Yeah, Monday's workout. Do you want to talk us through the Monday's yeah,
2: workout, Ben?
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, so it was um, 6, 9, 12, 9, 6 of burpees, front squats, and chest to bars. So lateral burpees over the bar, front squats at 83 kilos, and then, um, yeah, chest to bar pull-ups. Um, I went 6.55.
0: Which is an incredibly fast time. Just for everyone to to realize, the fastest time logged on beyond the whiteboard currently is seven minutes 14.
2: That was this
0: year. Wow. Yeah. Um, so this is why we picked this workout as well, because there's a lot of data on it. So you can kind of see where you place with these movements in comparison to yeah. the hundreds of thousands of people that have logged this workout. Um, yeah so the 99th percentile
2: well. is around that eight minute 16 mark so that's where i thought people would go like around eight minutes like especially you and and some others but to do sub seven sub that was, um, is fast. yeah that's pretty gnarly pretty cool. yeah, i mean like it's improving? a very good
1: um i was having a think about that because when this like <clears> i was having a think about it and i sort of had a chat to mitch and after you were like because straight after the workout you're like oh i reckon you can go quicker i said fucking where <laughs> um but i think for <laughs> for me it would have to be like a situational thing now so it's like because i like to look at it i like to look at it from a perspective of where am i where am i moving so like i've got six transition or oh, three transitions per round so i've got the transition between the burpee and the bar the bar and the pull-up bar and then back to the burpee. So like that's essentially four transitions. I've got positioned towards where I am in the room. So like for me it's I was not having five to fight the bar with from me. the pull-up bar that I use. Yeah. I didn't care about that. That's why I pushed the first round. Um so like for everyone so my actual plan for it was go as hard as I could in the first six burpees and front squats because there was four of us using that pull-up bar and oh, I wanted, wanted to, to get be the first, first on pull-up bar. <laughs> yeah. That was my only plan and I was like yeah. I was like fucking what happens after this? I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um I think probably have to wear a belt because I'll probably have to go I'm broken on the front squats. Um and I'll probably have to jump the burpees. So, um I kind of learned this technique cuz For those of us playing at home who joined Ducks this year, we did Mayhem Athlete last year um, and Mayhem Athlete had this technique on the lateral burpees where it was similar to a a worm where you would kind of do a bit like a surfer stand-up. So you'd stand up with your inside leg to the bar first doing like a lunge and then you step up with your foot, and then jump over the bar, rather than just doing a traditional burpee, jump up, jump over. Yeah, yeah. So I think in order for me to do, for me to go quicker on that workout, I'm gonna have to jump up, be close to the bar, be close to my pull up bar, and go unbroken on the front squats. And I Did you, like
2: is... you break the front squats? Yep. No, you were not broken. Yep. No, um... I
0: went, I broke. You broke. Oh, did you I break the twelve? You broke the twelve. Yeah, I
1: broke the twelve and I broke the twelve. I broke. Uh,
0: I went nine and three. Interesting on the front so squats. You got that time. So you you made up your time on the burpees and the Chester bars rather than on the front squats.
1: Yeah. So like for me, the burpees and the Chester bars were not like the Chester bars particularly were a non-event. They were not. Yeah. They were not the part of the workout that I was concerned about.
0: It was just breathing. Burpees, basically, I was just
1: like, yeah, I was like, I, yeah, it's like done. I've done
2: oh, there, there like are a fair few t- transitions like here something. as well, and there's there's yeah. so much like room for being deliberate with like, all right, I could put my hand straight up on the bar straight away, or I can like take a a little bit of chalk well, and like
1: that was my thing. that was, yeah, so i didn't I didn't chalk at all. I had my hands straight on the bar as soon as I jumped off the uh, burpees. So I put my hand straight on the front squat straight away. And I think like, that probably slowed me down. And that's why I had to probably break on the 12 because I was starting to get a little bit like, yeah, may have gone too hard here situation. Um But then, yeah, I mean, like, I was still pretty happy. Like, I didn't realize that I'd gone that quick until the very end. And I'd gone,
0: oh, shit. What here we go. in this workout, what did you feel was Sorry. the, um like the linchpin of the workout, not just for you, but just in general, like if you were, if someone was to ask you, uh, which part of this workout is the hardest and how should I attack it? What would you say for next time? Front, definitely front Scots. It's yeah. Front what sport. would you do? Okay.
2: Um, um, how about not put it down? I'd probably yeah. like
1: I, yeah, <laughs> just don't put it down, man. Like that's basically it. Like it's okay. This is going to like, um, I to I do try to take something from every person every person's programming that I've ever done has had a different opinion on something and I try to take something positive from everyone but the first ever external programming that I ever did and it was as a, as a gym we did comp train and it was back when Ben Bergeron still had his, all his screws in properly mm-hmm. um, and his whole thing was you can drop a you can drop from a gymnastics movement and it'll take you two seconds to get back up you can drop a barbell and it'll take you up to 10 seconds yes so like if you're if you're a general gym member and you're looking to improve your score in any workout the first thing to do is improve your strength because if you have to if you have to drop that barbell on a front squat I command if I didn't know that I was going as quick as I was going, I could have quite happily stepped away from the bar and that's mm-hmm. set at twelve. And the only yeah. reason I wanted to get back to the bar was because I was starting to catch Greg because Greg's hip started to give out. <laughs> yeah, uh, the
2: hip, the hip that we don't talk about.
1: Yeah, we don't talk about the. Hip. Yeah, we not that. It's an imaginary thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. It was the so only reason cool I started, I like, I was like, this could have been a, yep, great workout
2: yeah, even if I Great was feeling yeah. if good, I go like six forty five even if I was feeling good, you would have wiped the floor with me because my squat cycle speed, even if I did do it unbroken, man, Slower. I'm going down like four meters yeah. at least, coming up is like <laughs> every rep is so long. but and there's like and <laughs> hey chest bars being my kind of like my favorable movement, there's not enough reps, yeah, there to you would even have liked catch more catch up there. Mm-hmm. at all. and And my burpees yeah, were so I mean, slow. Like, yeah cool but cool. yeah and i'm not bad and i, I like it because i so i, I, I honestly problem. think there oh. is still room for you to improve just mm. even having yeah, done I think it like i think i could recently like even if you like bust your ass in fran you're mm. like all right i know like i was a bit of a bitch at this moment in the 15 where i just like took that, that extra seconds. breath yeah with this workout, when you're doing it in seven minutes, yep. like seven minutes is a pretty long time. Fran is like under three minutes or two, under two minutes for mm. some people. For six or seven minutes, mm. you've got you've got wiggle room there. And honestly, like you could shave 30 seconds off if you decided to hurt a little bit more. Well, um, And I, I only bring this up because you came first in the whole gym, but that doesn't mean that that's it, like all good, done. Like no, there's no. still room for you to improve. So 100%. I want you, know, you to know that. Um, it's not like because it's oh, a no, good workout well, for you that you know you don't need to try and go harder again. That being said, you I, can know, just do I, it with I definitely want kilos to go sub six
1: forty five. Like if I could do if I could do six forty five, like shaving ten seconds off that, I'd be like,
0: pretty impressed.
1: Like considering the transitions and considering all of the movements in there, it's a
2: pretty yeah. big. I think for deal. the majority of the people in, in the gym as well, they're just gonna be like, hey, um, I'm just gonna try and like do it RX again and maybe like I'll try and do bigger sets on the chest of ours or something. But with you, it could be like a really good mindset to help with your competition setting as well, to be like, I'm gonna I know how much it's gonna hurt now. Um, and I'm gonna like yeah. fire up and I'm gonna make sure that I'm going in mentally prepared to try and shave or hurt just to shave one or two seconds off and yeah. don't just get complacent being yeah. oh, i've i've already done this workout so i don't need to test myself again
1: yeah no, definitely i'll definitely i like cuz i like the goal is to go quicker right like that's the whole point of us retesting workouts and i do want to get quicker it's not it's not that it's like more about i've got to be like really purposeful on where i can shave the seconds off rather than again like someone else who maybe didn't yeah, go where it's easy where you're the, just like hey i'll just do the pull up
0: unbroken and it'll be faster Where for you, it's like, oh, there's only really one spot where I can hold on a bit better than I did. And otherwise, it's all in your uh, execution of uh, how fast you move and time between movements.
2: So, yeah. And you weren't that far away from the pull up bar as well. So it'll be, yeah, it all comes down to that execution. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hundred, it's an execution workout rather than a timing think, so that's good so what what type of workouts do you actually prefer to do like what's one of your favorite workouts
1: man i love intervals i love power output intervals i think they're my, they're like absolutely my favorite but also at the you same time you could not time, be so far I away just... from
2: what i was going to say <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah, so do you have I one actually, in particular that you can really... like
2: bring up um
0: Liam? What's not one, really. what's one of your
2: favorite movements? Uh workouts.
0: Yeah. My favorite. I know what your favorite movement your favorite workout is, Ben. Come on. It's Amanda.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, but like, <laughs> I like Amanda because I know I'm good at Amanda, but it's not my favorite workout. I like I if I'm really honest about it, I worked at not having a favorite workout because for a long time the um the whole premise about doing a workout to me has been about, well, where am I getting better here? And I think if I have a my, this is my own thought process with it. If I have a favorite workout, it means that I'm like, kinda, I'm going to either A, sell my soul on it or B, I'm looking at it going, huh, maybe I should stop doing those movements for a while.
2: Ben, you're yeah. acting like a politician. Tell me yeah. what your fucking favorite workout is.
0: <laughs> it's Amanda. It's 100% Amanda. If I there could tell are only you,
2: two genders.
0: <laughs> if I could tell you, ask you to pick a workout that you know you're going to win and you're oh, going to enjoy no, doing you know it, what? you're going to pick no, no, Amanda. No, 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 no,
2: no. I know Do you exactly have to be good at your favorite workout? Do you have to be really good at it? No, but like, it can you do? Can you be a favorite workout No, and, no, you hate, no, 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 and you're it, not good it at it? It definitely
1: helps, though. Okay. I, I, my favorite all time workout is actually uh, another Ben Bergeron workout. It's three rounds for time, ten front squats at eighty-three kilos, twenty chester bars, eighty dubs.
0: That sounds f- fucking horrendous. That sounds so bad. <laughs> it
1: is so fun. Like it is like it is I is is the last time I really badly tore my hand because um yeah, I like
2: I just big sets on the chest. It. It. Yeah, that's what's cool. your favorite okay. workout, Liam? Uh, DT, I think. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, DT or um, one that I've never actually—I don't think we've done it in a class. I've just had—I've done it um, just by myself because I wanted to do it. Was that regionals snatch la- snatch pyramid that they did? It was like a ten at sixty kilos. And it finished at like two reps at uh, 120 or something. And I did that with the ladies' weights back like five, six years ago. And it was probably one of my favorite workouts.
2: Yeah, right. Mine is or was um, Nasty Girls. Of course, Nasty Girls. And we're going back to that, you know, because you're good at it. Um, And then (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> I've had a little, and now I've kind of, when I, last time I did nasty guys, it hurt so much because I was good at it and I can yeah. do this unbroken and I have to push faster in the squats. Mm-hmm. And now I end up like my favorite thing to do. And like, you guys can probably attest to this as well. It's just like snatching. And I fucking suck at snatches. Yeah. But I dream about snatches. Yeah. When mm-hmm. I hurt my shoulder like five or six years ago, all I was dreaming about was snatches. Snatching. And when I'm fine, I'm going to do snatches again. And yeah. I, I suck at snatches then and I suck at snatches now. But I love snatching so much. Um, That's
0: because snatching is objectively the best movement. <clears throat> muscle ups and snatches. Amanda, as I said.
2: Amanda- objectively. Well, <laughs> maybe maybe Amanda <laughs> is my favorite workout. Yeah. Like, and I'm not good at it by any means. But like, yeah. I just love doing that when you love doing the workouts that you're really good at it ends up hurting more like when you do dt you probably fucking sell your soul and it's the most painful thing ever
0: it sucks it hurts every time and i'm every time scared of doing it but dt is one of my favorite workouts because i'm good at it and just because of that feeling afterwards being like i could not have done any better than i did
2: Well, I'm surprised that you told me to um, avoid doing the DT thing the other day because I'm like, how about this workout? 150 wall ball shots for time, and every time you break, you've got to do a round of DT. A round of dumbbell DT. Yeah, okay. Maybe even a barbell DT. That would be pretty sick as well. Dude, that would be so horrible. No, it's so horrible. (laughs) But like for the advanced guys, you're dropping the ball maybe, like it'll force you to maybe try and do three sets. But, yeah. like, fuck,
0: bro. Can you imagine yeah. after you do going DT, back you'd... to war balls after you've done a round of DT? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would ruin and... you. It would ruin yeah. your life. I actually found a, a workout the other day. I think it was uh, Travis Mayer that did it. It was Karen. But every time you drop the ball, your next 10 reps, you had to do two reps for one rep to count. Yeah, but that guy does fucking heavy Karen unbroken. Yeah, so he did it heavy. So he did it with at, a... at twelve foot. He did a thirty So was
2: he doing a two for one war ball or just like two war no, shots? No. Two war
0: balls is equal to one war oh. ball. So every time you drop it is uh your next ten reps you have to do twenty to get to back to normal counting. Uh no. Yeah, fuck hey. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is never an invite to ever do that. You do that, nah. and I'm actually nah. canceling my membership
0: straight
2: away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. we've only got six wall targets. Sorry guys. Yeah,
0: sorry guys. <laughs> but I think it would be good um good reason to try and go unbroken. I actually think Karen is such a cool workout because you get to see what people are made of. Because you can always do one more wall ball. Yeah. I genuinely Um, think more people have an unbroken Karen in them than than have done it. Like we've currently at our gym have one person who has done Karen unbroken. Well, Courtney did it as well. Yeah. Okay. Two people. Courtney Haley and Harry Jones are the only two that have done Karen unbroken. And I genuinely think everyone else who's not doing it unbroken, it's not everyone, but a majority. uh, It's a mental thing.
2: Me included. I'm. Yeah, Bad I think that. I could do it if like someone had a gun to my head yeah. and they're like, "I will kill your whole family." Yeah, exactly. If you don't go unbroken, I reckon and I could go unbroken. I just
0: think some people are better at getting into that little zone yeah, I... of,
2: "Oh, there is a gun to my head,"
0: without there actually being a gun to your head, you know. And I think Karen's a good way to yeah. see that unfold. Hmm. Anyway, I,
2: I I think we should program Karen.
0: I've been wanting to
2: after that throw workout in there again. that we
0: did yesterday. Ben, I do not believe that you're not sore.
2: I'm fine. You Piss are test. not. Piss test. Bro, I am... No, I'm
1: fine.
2: I'm fine. It, was, but it, also, it was 30 he... times 5, so 150. Yeah, but he also did, he yes, did
0: 75 box jump overs as well.
2: Hmm. Maybe the jumping gets rid of the lactic acid. Yeah,
0: maybe, but
2: my legs are broken. He was yeah, 120 kilos had... at one stage. So he's got yeah, a lot of right? dense muscle fibers.
0: Yeah, that's it. Mm. I'm that's also why your calf baby. muscles yeah, look so also... good.
2: Big, big dudes yeah, that true. shrink, like lose a lot of weight, man, their calves just stay yeah. massive. Yeah. I reckon Hayden was probably mm. a really fat dude at one stage. Dude, Hayden
0: has His the world's <laughs> biggest calf. out cast. of control. He says they're useless yeah. though because he says they just cramp up all the time.
2: <laughs> I don't care. I would yeah, have can't, calves can't like that. I don't even care if they're useless. Um, Do you guys have any like favorable ever workouts that you've ever done that maybe it was, you didn't even like it, but it's just something that's like etched and burnt into the back of your brain. Yeah. Like an epic crazy shit.
0: hundred percent. The Yeah. Yeah. Well, you go first, Ben. We're interviewing you. I'll tell mine after.
1: Oh man. I'll, uh, so I got a couple. One is actually a series of workouts. So we did um, as a fundraising thing at Jim Cartel in, (laughs) 2016 or 17 we did 10 hero back hero workouts back to back to back to back it started with jerry and finished with holyman
0: and i can't in remember a group or by yourself
1: uh in a group there was like two heats so it was yeah. like you started uh one group started at 6am one group started at 12 and you basically went pretty much every it was like there were they were timed to be half hour workouts so there were never mm-hmm. like any of like the fucking huge ones yeah yeah but like it started with this and ended with this and that i remember that because again going back to uh going back to rabdo is um a couple of guys from that workout got rabdo or from that series got rabdo and then Mm. i was the only one and i had to go to work that night because i was working in a restaurant at the time and someone texted me and was like man someone's had to go to hospital because of rabdo, And I was like, can you just double check your pee color for the next 24 hours? And I was fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, And then the other one is probably some of those 40-minute EMOMs that we've done. Um, Probably that first one, that first real 40-minute EMOM that we did for a while there when it was like in the compete guys where we did um, the Mm -hmm. Echo Bike Toaster Bar burpee box jump overs and Dude, that was so um,
3: bad.
1: the toe and the row. And like yeah. we had that minute rest, but like it was the first time we'd gone to the 40 minutes in so long yeah. that it was just absolutely. And it was hot that day for that time yeah. of year. 100%. I, there's been a few of them in where, that where I just go.
3: Mm. Yeah.
1: And also there's been a few of them where I look at them now and go, never doing that again.
0: Yeah.
3: Silly. <laughs> yeah. So silly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think. One that really sticks in my brain is uh, my first ever open. Uh, The workout, that it was 2016. I think it may have been, I don't think it was the last workout because the last workout that year was that horrendous thruster bar-facing burpee piece of shit. Um, It was 0.4. So 16.4, it was 55 wall balls, 55 deadlifts, Mm -hmm. 55 cal row and 55 handstand push-ups and i got to the Uh, handstand push-ups
1: so they repeated that two years later yeah yeah, i had
0: never ever got done a handstand push-up before or tried to do a handstand push-up before and i was at crossfit brisbane so i had a mate who trained at crossfit brisbane and i was doing the open at just my gym where i worked like a globo gym where i worked. and i was filming my workouts and i was posting them on youtube and and then he said hey just come and do one open workout with me at crossfit brisbane and i had brandon swan judging me so this is when swanee was uh still yeah coaching at, at CrossFit brisbane and he uh yeah so he no rep my handstand push-ups 29 times and i ended up on the buzzer getting my first ever legit handstand push-up <clears throat> and that yeah, that wow. workout will stick in my head forever i think i spent maybe i can't remember how long that workout was supposed to be maybe a 12 minute amrap or something. 13 minutes
2: yeah. Was it uh, 14 oh,
0: whatever it was? 13 or 14, 13 or 12, 14. Yeah. 12 to 15 minute mark and I spent a th- at least a third of the workout failing handstand push-ups and that will stick well, in my head forever.
2: Boys, let me tell you a little story. No, I've, um, I've been around the traps. My first one that I remember is 100 rounds for time. It was one strict handstand push-up, two squat cleans and three burpees. It, it was a Ben Bergeron actually like posted it somewhere and said like, dare you and it ended up taking me like almost two hours of course and then about a year later i did the iron triathlon just before we went to japan so um, that's um one to 20. It start at one started at one it was yeah one one deadlift two bench press three squat cleans all the way up to 20 so four times more work than linda linda And then I rode 42 kilometers with Liam, although Liam only got to about 30 kilometers.
0: Yeah, I think I cramped out at 35 k's, yeah.
2: But the one that I think stands out the most and the one that I wouldn't suggest anyone do is 100 rope climbs for time. Do not do that.
0: Look, I would have told you that before you did it. I'm pretty sure I told you before you did it that's a bad idea.
2: I don't want anyone else to do it. I'm glad that I did it because I wanted to go and put myself through that. Mm. But I'm not super happy about leaving blood all over someone else's rope at a different yeah. gym.
0: Um, the, a workout that I've never done and that I definitely will never do uh, that sticks in my head that I've seen someone else do is uh, remember when Seb did 10 back to back Karens?
2: <laughs> so That's a mental disorder.
0: Like, no, no, no. In a, like one workout. He did a thousand five hundred wall ball shots for time. It took him forever. Man, that's I think there's like, a video I... on YouTube of him doing it, but Dude. let me see if I can. Yeah, I remember. Pull it um, I remember. Yeah.
1: yeah, but I remember like hearing that story of um Dre from CrossFit Mayhem doing a yeah. thousand GHDs. Oh, that's
0: silly. That's silly. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. So someone challenged him to do it, and like Rich, Rich was just like, "It was a fucking dumb idea." I don't know why he ever did it. Yeah. Apparently, the guy like did. He got up to five hundred, and was like, "Oh, it's a little bit stiff." So he went and grabbed his belt, chucked his belt on, and just kept going. (sighs) Yes, (laughs) that's horrendous. (laughs) So he just got the belt to stabilize his midline, and just was like, "Let's go again."
0: Mm -mm. No Um, good.
1: But like. I mean, like, that's kind of one thing. I'll come back to, like, the whole thing with CrossFit is, like, again, coming back to, like, something Greg said, you know, like those simple workouts. And there was that period in, like, 2015 to 2018 where we all just were,
2: like, more is better. Yeah, doing um, dumb shit. So we talked about this in the that. past. Hey, when yeah, you see someone someone new to CrossFit or, like, a trainer new to CrossFit, maybe they're at, like, Fitness First or something, and they post what their clients did, and it's, like, fucking six rounds for time 100 of this 100 of that 100 of this 100 of that and there's like 30 exercises and they've got to go through it and just like you are not doing crossfit bro yeah
0: i agree i remember when i was at fitness first and i uh, had a pt session with someone and it was my first ever session with them and i had started crossfit the week before uh, at ducks and um, i was like you know what i'm gonna make this lady do some because she was super fit i was gonna make her do some crazy workout and it was. 21, 18, 15, 12, 9, 6, 3, thrusters, bar-facing burpees, and assault bike calories. Why
2: Why do that?
0: Like, that poor lady. <laughs> yeah. I think it took her 40 <laughs> minutes to finish. And this is CrossFit.
2: Yeah, this is CrossFit.
0: And I was so stoked. I was like, CrossFit's the best. Um, But, yeah, just definitely something we all did when we first started as, like, PTs especially. It's like you just, like, get so caught up in this. Awesomeness that is CrossFit, and you don't have experience I mean, yeah, we, should, we should, know I should what's good and yeah. what's not good. When um, I was at Fitness
2: First, I was at Fitness First for eight or nine years before I even knew what CrossFit was. Um, and I started doing CrossFit at Rocks. Like, I bought like a 10 session pass or something, and I'd like, I, I worked at a gym, so I'm like, I'll just do, I'll follow the program, and I'll come in like twice a week. And, um, I started doing like snatches and cleans in Fitness First. Obviously, I wouldn't drop it, I just like, you know you know, control it down to the ground and hang power snatches, hang power cleans. And there was a, there was a couple of trainers, one in particular who was like, yeah, CrossFit's fucking shit. CrossFit's dangerous. Blah, 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 blah. Olympic lifting shouldn't be done for blah, 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 blah. Um, but you know, when you're in like that fitness first environment, when there's like 10, 15 or 20 trainers and you're just like watching each other and like, yeah, new exercise. And then all of a sudden all your clients have this new exercise Mm
0: -hmm. and I was
2: doing snatches. Um, a couple of weeks after this motherfucker was like, oh, crap, it's dangerous, blah, blah, blah. And then he ended up, I, I saw him. He was like with a 45 or so year old woman with a 20 kilo barbell. He, w- he would have seen me doing some snatches. He had her hands in close, like, a, like she was about to do a clean. And then he's like, I could hear him. He's like, so then you go from this to this. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to demonstrate a snatch. And like I was just like blown away, and I'm like, bro, that looks dangerous. And he's like, it's not CrossFit, it's not CrossFit. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. Hey, it's and he's pretty like, funny. It's like ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. I knew that was like not the right environment. for Well, me the so amount of people that I
0: saw that used to give me shit for doing CrossFit, and I have since seen in CrossFit gyms like 5 6 years later but in CrossFit gym's doing
2: CrossFit and I'm like
0: okay mate no worries well you just-, just
2: have to not convince them anymore and when yeah. you stop convincing them they'll be like you know what the proof is in the pudding hey yeah. like mm. it is what it is yeah
0: um on the topic of uh CrossFit and how fucking sick it is um we were talking earlier this week Ben and I thought we should save it for uh the podcast is uh What do you think? So, CrossFit's obviously in this space of 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 kind of flux, where the the participation is not really going up, um, and everyone feels a little bit weird about what's going on. Uh, What do you think CrossFit is going to look like in the next five years? As well as what do you think the best way is for them to kind of get back to the glory days of 2016 to 18, when it was like the next big thing Uh,
1: I think a big thing is now that we kind of really I guess like have to sort of split a little bit of that methodology off from the sport and use that sport as a I don't want to use it as like a market It is a marketing tool it's a marketing tool right so like but at the same time like the amount of people that are now coming into CrossFit because of what they've seen at the games is like lower than ever, I reckon. Because mm-hmm. like out of, out of everyone that's walked into the gym in the past year, I reckon I've seen maybe one or two people Go! Oh, it's because I watched the games, or it's because I was at a local comp or I was at semi-finals, and I was just so ready to go. Um, and that one's Angus, right? Because he saw, Mm -hmm. um, Brian at turf games, which is yeah, not even a crossfit event. That's pretty Um, crazy. Yeah, I think, yeah, like so. Out of everyone that's joined in the gym, one person's coming for the competition side.
3: Yeah, and you feel Um, like that used to be more.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Because like it was all state-sponsored
2: media for lack of a better term like i've run a crossfit gym for nine years and hmm. unless people are like hiding the fact that that's why they joined i don't recall anyone sort of telling me hey i saw this thing on espn or youtube i'm gonna do crossfit but they could potentially have seen it through a different avenue as well or Hmm. someone sees it and then they tell their friends that they saw it and then they're like oh that's how they find out about crossfit but you know them stories of like, oh, people come in, they're like, I want to be the next CrossFit Games champion. Like, I've never really heard that. I've never had, never heard anyone. Yeah, but I don't think that's
0: that, I don't think that's what is saying. I think more he's like, the reason I started CrossFit is because I watched a video of Rich Froning that CrossFit released and put on their YouTube channel. That was like a edited video that was really fun to watch and awesome. Where currently. The only way you can go back and be like, oh, stumble across CrossFit is a nine hour live stream. And
2: like, obviously, when this graph goes from like this to this, when you see people joining CrossFit in droves, it's because it went from being unknown
3: to very well
2: known. Yeah. And so Mm. now it's like everyone knows what CrossFit is now. So Mm. it's like, in my opinion, the games isn't as important because everyone knows what CrossFit is and there's one on every corner. Whereas, 10 10 years ago when everyone's like talking about the glory days like 2014 it's like oh i watched this random thing i just accidentally saw it on Mm. on youtube and that's how i found out crossfit and like that's where we get these massive spikes but now i'm just like you know what like there are crossfit billboards there's crossfit ads on google there's crossfit ads on facebook Mm. everyone knows what crossfit is now yeah um
1: yeah i mean i'm not i'm not saying that like i yeah, no, it's it's not the wrong opinion. I think the the big thing the big thing that's changed from my viewpoint is that there's less. Um, you're right. There is CrossFit billboards and there's CrossFit ads on Google and all this other stuff. But I think the big difference for a lot of things is that it's not centralized. So while CrossFit the company puts out information and it puts out um, its seminars and it has the CrossFit I guess, like, the CrossFit methodology is very well known. There's no, like, there's no storylines behind it either. So, like, it used to be, like, 14 to really 20, right? So, like, I'm sure at some point Liam is going to mention Andrew Hiller and he's going to mention, like, Andrew Hiller put out this awesome video the other week and it was all about the, the Instagram followers of how all these people have got huge Instagram followers. If they're like the old CrossFit heads, like Froning, Fraser, Tia, all those guys and all the new ones have got nothing. And I think a lot of that's actually got to do with the fact that there's no storylines within the actual sport anymore. So we're not yeah, seeing this like, 100%. we're not, we're not seeing this like, gradual increase of people following these new people because they don't need to. They can just be like, oh, bugger it. I'm just not really interested in the games anymore. But at the same mm. time, I think the games is like a really good vehicle for marketing. Yeah. I so think, you, but you I think, said I think, at think, the
2: beginning that you think that it should be separated, like HQ and the games. Like I what do you think mean it by that? Be,
1: I, think it be, I think it should be separated a bit. I don't
2: like, think it should be
1: like... Okay, how? I think that there should be... Okay, so personally, I think in five years, the CrossFit Games will just be like a figure, like it'll be a figurehead sort of at the end of the season. I don't think it's going to be the main competition. Um, and I think a lot of that's because we've got to... Diver- I think we should be. they should be diversifying the competitions and the around-year competitions to be a little bit more... I don't want to say like giving with prize money because prize money shouldn't be it, but it's like how, that's how we get more people involved. So like I think the atmosphere at Torian Pro this year was better than or would have been better than the atmosphere at the games because I think that there is more emphasis put on the semifinals than there are the games for a lot of people. And I think for the games to be this big awesome thing and also moving it to Texas, but that's a separate issue. Um, I think that there's got to be a more focus around creating local individuality within the competitions, and then using HQ as like the hey, these guys did this, you can do this too. You've just got to turn up to your local affiliate.
0: Yeah. So what I you think mean that is the you, athletes you now want are no longer be... as relatable. Like you know, if if you. Uh, if you want to play soccer, there's a soccer league you can go play in in your local city where yes. there's no, like, CrossFit league that you can play in uh, or compete in in your local – apart no. from people running random competitions, there's no set-up thing of, like, CrossFit being like, hey, this is the CrossFit season. Here is a year-round leaderboard and you can compete at these 16 locations or whatever it is. And I'm not – like. I understand what you're saying. So uh, what on your point before, Greg, is that you think that CrossFit's big enough now. So you think that Lionel Messi doesn't bring anyone to go play soccer at their local club anymore?
2: No, I was under the impression the question was CrossFit. What does CrossFit look like in five years? And Ben was talking about the CrossFit games and CrossFit HQ separating. And I look at CrossFit like, it's a a brand. I don't look at the CrossFit games as CrossFit. Mm. And usually the people that are frothing over the CrossFit games are like the young and the, the the really fit and inspiring, like ready to go there. Um, But like, you remember that, that documentary that came out maybe like seven or eight years ago now and they're like what's crossfit going to be like in in five or ten years time when everyone's doing like the iron cross and running Mm. sub five minute miles i find that we're we're almost hitting this ceiling of human potential Mm. and i'm not saying people aren't getting better they clearly are and they're definitely getting better the improvements are
0: smaller than they used to be from 100 smaller Mm.
2: but we're also seeing this natural drop off of like the that generation the people that have all, all these millions of instagram followers rich fronning and all these even matt fraser like they, they're on the back end now they're not doing high intensity or they're, they're doing high intensity crossfit they're not competing at the crossfit games anymore we're getting people like Haley adams and um, mal o'brien realizing that they were thrust into it way too early mm. so i'm just i was thinking about what you just said how there should be a separation bec- between the crossfit games and and hq i almost couldn't agree with you more. Um, because I don't feel like it's the best channel sometimes to no. Um, no, I agree.
1: I think like I look I like I like to look at it as yeah, like I'll Haley Adams and Mal are like really good examples of teen athletes competed really young, thrust into it, and now they're like kind of a bit I reckon I don't think Mal comes back in the same shape she was in in I, twenty well, twenty,
2: I think she, I think she'll come back. I think she'll come back when she's like twenty two, twenty three, like in her prime. Just like mm. Annie Thor's daughter and Tia can come back after having a year off or six months off from their baby. Like I reckon, Mal can come back and destroy it. Like she's a she's a freak. But I guess mm. CrossFit, no, I agree. And the CrossFit but- Games is like a small umbrella inside of CrossFit. Like I'm just wondering. Is the CrossFit Games even gonna be a thing in ten years time if there is this kind of like I
1: I don't think it I don't think it that's what that's what my thing was. I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's gonna be the competition that people look towards to crown the fittest person that year. Or or alternatively, the way they work the way they work it is it's got to be like a 2 year build up into the CrossFit Games. It can't be happening every
0: year. Like the Olympics or a that, World Cup. And there's got to be a CrossFit. yearly thing.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would and love I know that's, to see and something that's, that's, that's a little bit more realistic to like the volume that these people put themselves through and they're well equipped to do it, but man, like I just think like 15 events over 3 days is like there's got to be a better way surely, you know, like to express these people's fitness. Like we talked about it on a podcast a a couple of months ago now about like, what if we did it like over, over a year stage where it's like, it's a little bit more realistic. They can only, you know, it's only like a a two or three day, uh, two or three event thing over multiple months or years.
0: That's what I, that's what I mean by like, how cool would it be if there was a a league?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Like like soccer, like a,
0: yeah. Like there's a cricket season and, the season starts and you play 30 games before the end of the season. You don't play one game once a year. I think this what happens here is that if you do something like that, is there will be more opportunities for athletes to compete, number one, which in turn allows more viewership of said athletes competing, which brings more money into the sport, which means people like <clears> – <throat> me when I was 19 would be like, oh, this is cool. I could become a CrossFit athlete and make money. And then I go and I talk to my dad, I talk to my mom, I talk to my sisters. They they in turn go to the CrossFit gym and they join and they see the awesomeness that is the community of CrossFit. I think um, it is an underrated tool having a, a sport to convey how awesome the thing is that you are selling like the thing that we are selling to people isn't the sport it is the the methodology that we use to cure chronic diseases and whatever um and that is the the community in within our gyms but i think in my opinion the best way to do that is to create a sport around that and right now we don't have a sport around that we have a yearly competition
2: yeah, I also I find think it,
1: that uh, as a side note. Sorry, I'll let
2: Greg go. Oh, uh, I I find it a little bit frustrating when you see someone like Roman Krenikov, clearly like the most fittest person you've ever seen, super strong, and something so small as to like you know he rolled his ankle. There could be other instances exactly. where someone someone got the flu or someone got. You know the coronavirus. Yeah, virus. yeah. Um, Ricky Ricky so, dislocated
0: his shoulder two months before the game. Yeah, now his so we know is like done.
2: fitness is not just a singular point, but it's like a you know a a, a span of like mm-hmm. what you can do over a certain amount of time, even a lifetime. So. That's why I think it would be so much better not to just see who's the fittest on Sunday afternoon after yeah. three crazy-ass days. And that's
0: the other thing is that what mm-hmm. that would encourage is for people to be in a more healthy state all year round because these guys are yeah peaking so hard for the games. They're doing really unrealistic levels of training in order to be the fittest for those three days. But can you think about how, like how bad that is for their bodies Health wise, I can't remember in that state. Yeah, I, if you are competing all year round, you cannot be in that state all year round. Your body will break down and die. Having a competition that goes all year will perhaps bring that that peaking, like the top. They won't be as fit as they would have been at a, a one weekend event, but you're promoting. Yeah more healthy lifestyles. Like yeah. these people might be even jumping well, yeah. back into classes. It comes, like be seeing it comes from like the, top. So the class.
2: It comes from CrossFit deciding to change the CrossFit game structure a little bit Yeah. to, you know, suit so that because if they put the competition out there, everyone's still going to do it. They're going to mm-hmm. be like, well, that's the competition. 100%. So they're like, you know what? Next year it's going to be tweaked a little bit. Yeah. Not like we're doing a paddle board. Yeah. It's just like, it's still 16 events over yeah. three days. And it's still like and, crazy. And I awesome. think, on the Spectable. surface
0: something like that looks looks like you're making it more about the sport but in the end you are making it more about the community and that is how you separate the two is it looks like you've separated the two like you've been like ah oh, this sport is really important meanwhile still providing support for the gym owners who are running your communities and stuff like yeah. i don't know how much support you actually get from HQ if you wanted any support from <clears> HQ Greg, personally
2: but- i'd love to see it almost go full circle from being in someone's backyard to los angeles to madison to Mm -hmm. texas to potentially like you know what we're doing this all wrong let's go back to somebody's backyard again we'll do the best stream ever there'll be beers there there'll be a barbecue there you know we'll figure out the workouts on the day and it's you know like it was just like i agree that would just like be such a cool little nod of your head hat to like the good old days when um everything was a little bit more simple
1: do you think as well, like now the way it is, like I feel like this? So because there is uh going back to like Malin and Haley and a couple of others, and even Justin Madeiras to an extent, if they're so young, like there's no relatability there for anyone anymore. So like a lot of these guys, like the probably the most popular athletes are guys like Pat Velner and brent Fukowski on the dude side because they seem relatable because like Pat is a chiropractor and up until like 2019 um uh Brent was like an accountant. So like yep. they look like real dudes, whereas like mm-hmm. half these guys aren't even they're not even getting jobs, they're just coming straight out of high school and just doing um, crossfit. Full CrossFit time. I'm like, Man, yeah.
0: I and I think then something like to, a league a would night. stop that from happening because you have somewhere else to express that fitness where the only option is, hey, you have to train all year round to be a freak for these three days, versus, hey, you mm. can train recreationally and still do pretty well in this league. Anyway, yep. I think Mind that's you, enough of that. We can talk about this for um, six hours.
2: This this advice oh. is coming from three people that have never made the games and like struggle yeah. to do it. No. You know. But they're they're my opinions and they're your opinions and I think like they're valid as well because um we don't we don't know the the full repercussions of this and we're just starting to see like these younger generation you know go through you know whatever they're going through and it'll be interesting to see like in five years time what what it's like and um I hope the message is the same that it's really just about you know curing simple chronic diseases that you know get off the carbs off the couch and you know you just be inspired by these freaks of nature that maybe they, you know, encourage you to get to a gym or, or um, you know, do some squats in your backyard. Or they might encourage you to show your grandma how to do an air squat, 100%. and that might save her life one day. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. I think that
2: was a,
0: a good 32-minute talk about what we think CrossFit will be, should should I'm do. I'm a little
2: bit fired up. I'm a little bit fired. up. Yeah, I'm
0: fucking so fired up.
2: I think we're all very passionate about CrossFit and CrossFit Games. Like CrossFit Games is a massive piece of of my my you know love to CrossFit. Like I I was the same. I watched every single CrossFit Games, every single documentary. I read every journal. Dude, I I watched the behind the the scenes
0: for like nine hours of behind the scenes footage for each CrossFit Games year. Like I miss that shit.
2: I still feel like there are people doing that now that are just getting into it, just like when we got into it, we yeah, were doing that footage, as well. but the
0: the media coverage is not there for them to do that.
2: Yeah, it's so, different now. It's just like yeah, I think that's actually in little, little, little well TikTok streams. Yeah, right? you're it's watching. Like, yeah, you're, yeah you're
0: watching people's reels on Instagram and TikTok videos and whatever. It's yeah. different.
2: Yeah, mm. yeah. Anyway, yeah. What do what do we got? What do we what are anyway. we talking about?
0: Um. Do we want to go through next week's programming, Gregory? Oh, okay. Do you want to do that? Yeah.
2: Oh, I, I thought we'd yeah, go through next that. week's programming and get your thoughts on how you might attack it, Ben, or um yep. You know, like just see um just basically so I don't have to make a, a separate video saving Gregory some time. Two two birds one stone. Yeah. We oh got what do we got? All right, so I'll try not to share the whole, the whole week. world. Um, so on Monday we got, we're going back to our back squats again. So we did 65% two weeks ago and we're going to revisit 65%. I believe, um, there was a note there as well for the compete crew to potentially bump it back up to 70%, um, as long as they're comfortable doing so. But we're going back to that and then we're going to do a 14 minute EMOM of, Five dumbbell power cleans and five bar muscle ups on one minute and 15 calories on any machine on the opposite minute. Ducks compete are doing Echo Bike. Cool. Thoughts and feelings. Love it. Love it. I don't
0: think we need Um, to go through all the accessories. No, no, no. no, We'll just talk about just the workout. That's fine. Yeah.
2: The workout. I know you guys did the compete version Um, of the box jumps and the war ball workout, but. This, like, you know, the class did the 10-minute yeah. EMOM, and it was a relatively easy EMOM. It wasn't, like, soul-crushing or anything. It was, like, wobble shots and box jumpovers. So a couple of days later, we're upping it to 14 rounds, and I think this will actually get a little bit more spicy because there's going to be a lot less wiggle room. Well, I
3: yeah.
0: think. Yeah. what also, are your thoughts like, on this, uh, Greg?
1: Well, I think, like, just quickly back to something you just said, Greg, like, we just did a 10-minute EMOM, but, like, on, um, was it... The, was it Monday, Monday, that we did the, um, the Echo Bike and uh, Kettlebell? And I think yep, like, that, that got was pretty Monday. spicy as it was because it was mm-hmm. like, you know, a, yeah, it was Monday. It was a rough time. Right. <laughs> um, but also at the same time, a very good way of doing um, a bunch of volume in these two movements. So dumbbell power cleans have turned up, or double dumbbell movements are likely to turn up at some point. Um, in the season and then bar muscle ups sort of that sort of combo very grip heavy but also at the same time not going to cook you for the rest of the week and then 15 12 calories very achievable um in the minute I think that is a very achievable um goal for anyone um i mean compete you should be aiming to get at least 18 calories in a minute anyway on the echo bike in my opinion but that's a separate issue um 15 calories, your, your you opinion. Easily sucks. Get that done like get a, your I'm not doing Please, <laughs> the, I swear to God, the <laughs> bike does not like me. <laughs> it just um, does not like you. That's fair.
2: Um, yeah. But yeah, um, no, good workout. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's definitely not about the machine. The machine's just kind of like the inconvenience. Obviously, the no. dumbbells and the bar muscle ups. like Let's see how the grip goes. Um, do you guys use a hook grip when you hold dumbbells? No. Or try to? No.
0: No, I feel the handles are too thick. I can't, uh, I'm not used to handling anything that thick. (laughs) I'm
2: going to have to edit that out. (laughs) Um, uh,
0: What do you, when you're doing these back squats, Ben, is there something that you specifically concentrate on before you start them? Like what is your intent when you go into a back squat? I know there's a given percentage to, to hit, but kind of what are you going in telling yourself as you walk that bar back from the rack? Um,
1: nothing really. I just think, um, for me, it's more what I truly try and focus on is like keeping that sort of upper back really tight. Um, I have a really narrow grip with my back squat. I know, um, I've seen both Billy and Greg sort of demonstrate a slightly wider one to create more of a shelf. I create more it's of a It's just like for those that have a lot of
2: musculature in the, mm-hmm. in the upper body. Like ben. Greg
1: yeah awesome awesome cool um but i also have um i also have like a little bit more of a traditional weightlifting grip so it's quite a fair bit more narrow it's almost like touching my shoulders so i can almost create that really like push my shoulders down keep my whole core and pretty much from my hips to my shoulders all in one line and just going up and down um biomechanically i mean that's kind of how
0: i squat um, so you, you yeah, keep it reps. fairly simple in terms of what you're thinking of. Yeah. You're just thinking about the best way for you to keep your midline tight on something as strenuous as a 20 rep back squat is to think
1: yeah, I mean, like, uh, rather yeah.
0: than just tight core. Cause that's something everyone always hears is yeah, tight core, but uh, a good way to achieve that tight core is by pulling your lats down and making that really tight spot for the bar to sit. Right.
1: Yeah. I never, I never think about actually squeezing my core in a back squat. Um, yeah. I think that it actually ends up pulling your the pulling your ribcage in, and that actually makes you more um more puts you more flexion in your low your lumbar. Mm-hmm. So you're really trying to keep that uh, back cool. straight. So it's yeah, very and, interesting um, about,
2: that you think about it slightly differently. It's good. Yeah, when you said you don't think about too much, maybe you should just think about just trying to count to twenty. <laughs> jokes, <laughs> jokes. That's why I have jokes. people do it for me.
0: That's why people <laughs> yeah. do it for me. Yeah. Honestly, pair uh, up with
2: someone. Let them count for you. On Tuesday. Tuesday you, yeah, you go, it's, Liam. It's you talk up. about it.
0: Um, so Tuesday, we have uh, one-to-one with the partner. We have six rounds each for time, uh, 20 toes-to-bar, 15 box jump overs, and 10 hang power snatches at 42.5 and 30 kilos, respectively, for the males and females. Um, looking at this, it kind of gives you enough rest, in my opinion, to try and uh, do all of these, not just aggressively, but in big sets. So if you are able to do a big set of toaster bar and, a, and hold on to that bar, that's going to be the goal for you for this workout. If you're a, a medium toaster bar, like you're good at toaster bar, but you can't quite do sets of 20, your goal is to hold all six round for 10 and 10 or to do four sets of five each round. Like do something consistently from round one that you can do all the way through uh, all six rounds. That's uh, when I look at something that's one-to-one rest with the partner, um, it's giving you the opportunity to regather yourself in between rounds and kind of hit each round with a newfound gusto. Is that uh, kind of how you guys find this one-to-one stuff as well?
2: Yeah, yeah. and you're going to have yep. a lot of data in the next couple of weeks having done so many toes to bar. Um, the last two weeks in a row, you've done a hundred toes to bar end workouts. So now we're creeping up to 120 reps. Um, so attack it accordingly. But yeah, plenty of rest here, so you should be able to go pretty aggressively. I
3: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. What yep. do you reckon? It's a horrid. It's a horrid workout. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was so toying creepy. with just power snatches, um, but Liam suggested we do hang- a hang. Well, just because of the um, yeah, deadlifts hang, and hangs, a good yeah, it, yeah, it, it I think forces really you to idea. actually like think attempt that. 10 unbroken. Whereas if it was from the ground, you, you know, could you're just do dropping singles. it from yeah. the top after mm-hmm.
0: seven, mm. yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I like that one hard. for one stuff specifically because it forces you to attempt to do uh, yeah, bigger sets, stuff that you're slightly more uh, less, un- less comfortable with. You can get a little bit more volume than you usually would in a just six rounds
2: for time kind of scenario. Yeah, anyway, yeah. And It's very grippy as well, just like yesterday. So mm. um, grip All management is going to be really, really important right from the start, and everyone sort of uses their grips pretty well now. I'm trying to really get on top of people trying to use their grips properly. Mm-hmm. But um, using a hook grip is non-negotiable for tomorrow's workout. Mm. Yeah, 100%. We got our Weightlifting Wednesday. Um, we've continued this theme of, you know, like, creeping up the weight a little bit now we're just trying to do a little bit of work on the barbell under fatigue rather than just our you know typical strength day uh which is really a little bit more crossfit relatable and um you know as we get closer to summer and closer to the open we want to start to be able to move this weight comfortably under some fatigue we've got some rowing 250 meters 10 burpees to a target and then two power cleans one squat clean one push jerk it's going to be 75% for every round. Uh, you're going to do that five times every four minutes. I uh, like something 75... like this. What? what was that, Ben?
1: Sorry, 75% of our power clean. No,
0: releases. this will be of your of your clean and jerk. So 75% of your clean and jerk. Um, so that is another thing that will be changing in this n- – back uh, half of this block will be we've been working our percentages off our power clean and, sna- and power snatch where for the back half of this block it's going to be now working off your full clean and jerk and your full snatch um so what i like about a workout like this is it's not specifically a workout it feels a lot like training like if you know the difference between oh there's a difference between just going in and <laughs> wadding with your friends and there's a hey, I'm putting in work to get better here. And it's just a little bit of volume on the rower and and burpees, but the main meat and potatoes are still moving well on your power cleans and so on. So when we're attacking this workout, I think the best is going to be get through your row and your burpees, not in an aggressive manner, but just move through them so that you can get that slight bit of fatigue and then approach the barbell with the same intensity that you would if you were lifting on a platform. And there's your whole family and your mum watching, and you got to impress them, you know.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: Um, yep. That being said, about the wad, I don't think there's too many wads this week. Like Monday is definitely more training style. Tuesday would definitely be more training style. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to Thursday, I've done this workout. As a wad, and it is absolutely brutal. You it can do awesome. it as a wad, mm-hmm. and you can just do that for time with the designated rests. Or if you wanted to just do the compete stuff, it's just going to be um, zone two running, 5K or so. But have you done this workout as is? Like I have, it properly, is properly like with fast running. Yeah, 100%. It's, like it's full brutal. send
0: the mile and then full send the 1200. I remember the <laughs> first time ever doing this workout and the 1200 took me longer than the mile because i ran the mile too fast (laughs) Uh, that's gone yeah it's a horrible time yeah it is a
1: horrible horrible time
0: um when you're doing something like this ben where you see the rest getting less but the work also getting less is there something that you try and do specifically in terms of how you attack your rest period specifically
1: um, I really try to focus on my breathing so I really try to settle myself settle my breathing settle my heart rate um, so that because that's like the worst thing you can do is you've got three minutes there which is, seems like a lot but on average I think it takes your heart rate roughly 90 seconds to come back to a level at which you can control it so if you've like got your heart rate up to 160 or whatever it is during that one mile run um, and then you've got three minutes to get it back down to sort of a roughly, I'd uh, say probably around a hundred. Uh, it's not that long because it's going to spike every time that you try and move around. So my suggestion is um, circular breathing. So in nose, out mouth, really try to settle your breathing and then settle your heart rate down. will come with it and don't yeah. stop moving as well. You yeah. know, when you that keep walking. Gonna
2: build up. You used to play like, yeah. um, you know, Sport at school, and they used to tell you to like put your hands on your head and put your chest up nice and high, like you, mm. like you're not wounded. But you're probably better off if you're really struggling to get that air in, is to like sort of like hunch over a little bit and actually like mm-hmm. relax your full diaphragm, yeah. put or your hands like on your knees, sit down. <laughs> yeah, um, that's where you're going to be using the less, uh, the, the the least amount of energy, rather than like flexing out and like opening up your chest. You actually want to like. Mm. Um, relax your diaphragm by hunching over a little bit more. Yeah. So, I like work to just out. take a knee. Just take a knee. Take a knee, uh,
0: keep moving around as much as you can, and try to concentrate on
2: circular breathing to get your heart rate back down between rounds. So we do have a WOD on Friday, unless you do want to just treat it like training. You're Going zooming out, Greg. What are you doing, Double Double runo. Um... So like twelve minute AMRAP of ten meter handstand walk, twelve alternating pistols, should be able to get a lot of work in that twelve minutes if you're competent with these movements. Hundred percent. Or if you're up for the beginner world, so, yeah. you can do that as well. That's still going to be hard. I think this is great because it's a great way to
0: practice some high skill movements in a in a setting where a coach is watching you. So often um in our bigger classes we don't have a heap of time to to do these high skill stuff because we're trying to lift and trying to do a workout and then we have maybe five or six minutes to practice these handstand walks or, or pistols or whatever it is it's really cool to have a day where it's basically dedicated to doing 12 minutes worth of work uh if you're really good at them it is work and if you're not so good at them it's 12 minutes worth of dedicated practice which is Uh, invaluable in these kinds
2: of movements. Did you want your compete crew to do like alternating pistols or would you want to practice that sort of six on one side without? The
0: the compete crew will 100% be doing all six on one leg and then all six on the other leg. Um, Not just because this has been a a theme in competitions going uh, in the past year or so, but just if you think about how um, hypertrophy, so muscle building training works best uh is when you're doing uh, for example if you're doing squats you're doing 12 reps and you're doing the, them on both legs at the same time if you're doing bicep curls you often see people doing alternating bicep curls and that rest period that you are getting between each curl is actually detrimental to the uh stimulus of of muscle building so doing all 12 reps on one side and then doing all 12 reps on the other side is really beneficial in terms of uh your actual muscle growth overall
2: from from that set yeah. and that training that you have been doing so, so not that it's it, not yeah. that it's wrong to do it the other way but it's that not would wrong. It, it would just promote more work capacity correct to, so you know, if have you've already a little bit of rest each time exactly. just like a dumbbell snatch you can just keep going
0: Exactly. So if you already have these movements down pretty well and you can do them pretty fast, then I would suggest doing them uh, six on one side and six on the other. But if you're still uh, trying to get the hang of it and you feel like doing 72 pistols in this workout is going to be a lot for you, then you just do them alternating because number one, it's going to be easier to manage the workload. And number two, you're going to be less sore because of what I just said before. The rest in between each leg will stop the muscle breakdown uh, as much as doing six on one side and then six on the other.
2: Yep. Um, and,
0: and that then. uh the deadlifts the deadlifts are the same as what we did on monday for the back squats um i've found the deadlifts to be slightly easier mentally than the back squats uh over this uh period that we've been practicing what do you reckon ben
1: yeah i think you guys said it pretty well the other day when ever that Workout uh, whenever you're talking about it, and you were like, Oh, you know, like the, the numbers on the deadlift are going to probably skyrocket comparative to the back squat. Um, and I think a lot of that's got to do with people like that. You feel a little bit more confident in the lifting of a deadlift rather than squatting something that's over you, generally over your body weight 20 minutes, mm-hmm. um, particularly for guys. Um, I think that's probably a safe. Uh, safe statement to make with this as well yeah. as just it's going to be you know 65 percent, not super stressful but also not super easy either um and i think that it's going to be
2: kind of cool to watch people yeah um go for it i like this how it's not like just first week shit the bed let's go for a 20 rep max let's do this it's mm. kind of like a really nice methodical way to go about it week after week after week it builds your confidence it builds your stamina with the barbell and it's you know building a little bit of like core control as well and 100%. like you'd learn each week oh okay this is what i need to expect this is how i'm going to breathe this is how i'm going to wear my belt and then when we do hit this 20 rep max i'm really keen to see what you guys hit and I'm really keen to see what everyone hits, and we're just going to be in it in a much safer position as well, having done it so many times before. And we're at week. This is the four, this will be the fourth week of Fifth. Deadless and, oh, and no week, one's yeah. been complaining mm-hmm. about like, you know, super messed up in the lower back or anything. Everyone's uh, been yeah. pretty appropriate. Correct. I think that's and
0: a that, yeah. progressive overload in full effect. It's perfect. Yeah, I
1: think that's also a good thing, is like there's not much of this stuff done in. Traditional training programs, and I think that generally, if we look at a, a workout like even Liam's workout that he mentioned before, where it was fifty-five deadlifts in an open workout, like we're never, we're very rarely doing five or ten reps of an exercise over a workout. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, the workouts are our as a great number them, one priority. Potatoes. So, like, yeah, yeah, they're like our they're our expression of how what we're doing in our programming. So I think that the fact that we're doing some volume at a probably
2: higher percentage than what we'd
1: normally do in a workout
2: is a good thing. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, agreed. Here's the workout to end the week. This workout I've done at least... Eight times. Yeah,
0: I was going to say 10 because we do it twice every time.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it was it was never strict handstand push-ups. It was like kipping handstand push-ups when I did it. And I just fly through this so yeah. fast. But we're changing it to a strict handstand push-up because the theme of strict handstand push-ups, if you guys can agree, like throughout all the game season, open quarters, when it was the last time you saw a kipping handstand push-up? It's been years. I'm not gonna say that they're dangerous. Uh, oh, but they
0: did them in the they did them at semifinals, but they did fifteen. Yeah. And that
2: was it. And it was um, after doing yeah, we're, not, we're, not do- and we're not looking more at, yeah. I just don't yeah, see the not, point in like the teaching people anymore. how to bounce off their heads too much anymore. No, I agree. And if if someone still wants to learn it, I'm more than happy to give my time. But I'd love to see people be able to do, you know a good five to 10 reps, strict handstand pushups before you want to go down that avenue because they're not showing up much anymore. And this is just so much more bang for your buck when you want to get strong. Mm -hmm. 30 strict handstand Mm pushups, 40 pull-ups, 50 kettlebell swings, 60 ab mat sit-ups, 70 burpees. How fast can you do it? How much can you hurt? This is the Ducks benchmark,
0: Ben. So we do this often and we do it this way through. And then in a couple of weeks time, or even next week, we'll flip the workout and do the burpees first and finish on the handstand push-ups. Um, no, I don't
2: think we're doing it next week.
0: No, I don't mean next week. I mean just in general. This is what we have done in the, oh, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. past mm-hmm. is, uh, yeah, you do this workout this way and then you do it the opposite way around and see which way is faster. For most people, it's yeah, faster one way. and sucks. Yeah, 70 burpees at the end sucks regardless, but also 30 <laughs> handstand push-ups at the end like, also sucks. Yeah, like
1: th- no way you put this. like. I mean, so many burpees is just horrible. I think, yeah. Like, I mentioned to see. You
3: going?
1: I think, like, I think it'd be cool to see it in a class if you put it, like, you had like a couple of cones so that people can count their burpees properly. Yeah, um, come on, bro. We be don't because, cool it. like,
2: it's. <laughs> <laughs> you know who um, I think be is cool do really I think... well at this workout? Who? Alice, Alistair Braddock. He is an absolute weapon at strict handstand push-ups. And pull-ups. The boy can hurt. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Um, Yeah, boy can hurt.
0: Loveless workout. Something I love retesting every year because I have all the data from all the other times I've done it. So pretty amazing week of training ahead for all of us. Yeah,
2: keen. Excellent.
0: Excellent. And I think that's enough, hey. Like uh,
2: that's an hour and 40 minutes of me looking Mm -hmm. at your ugly mugs. Hey, Ben you have only yeah. 35% of your shit uploaded. So you just have to keep your thing open and let your piss poor Milton internet it, yeah. work. You, I mm. always thought the closer yep. to the city you get, the better the internet is and the Both. further away. It's no, the worst. I'm so called being in an
0: apartment. Hey, yeah. yeah, Mine is the best.
2: Okay, well, there you go. Well, just mm-hmm. keep it open just in case for a couple of um. Yeah, minutes. it'll let you know when am. it's done uploading, yeah, Ben. There'll be a little thing there. Awesome. Uh, I'll yeah, see sweet. you boys tomorrow morning. Correct. Awesome. Five
0: man. Sounds good. All right. Peace. Peace boys. See
2: there.
3: See ya.